When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hello there. You've just caught me doing an introduction for this podcast, which is Desert Island Dicks, featuring the ladies from the Ghost Huns podcast. That's Hannah and Susie, and they were excellent company. So I do hope you'll enjoy this. If you've not listened to their podcast, it's all about ghosts. But if you're scared of ghosts and spooky things, then don't worry, because there aren't any in this podcast. We're just mean about people who are dicks but it's okay because they're dicks so uh, they kind of deserve it hey uh let me tell you about something we're doing we are doing a live version of this podcast with the very brilliantly wonderful jenny eclair it's going to be on thursday the 2nd of november and it's going to be in balham at the bedford pub in southwest london well this is going smoothly isn't it wow Almost doing a word a second here, Dan. Good work. Anyway, look, it's going to be really good. It's part of the Cheerful Earful podcast festival. You can find information at cheerfulearful.co.uk. Tickets are under £10. What costs less than £10 these days? Well, lots of things. Obviously, we're not going to go into them all here, but there's a lot of things that cost more than £10. And I think that's really important to remember in these austere times. Clearly, talking is a struggle for me this afternoon, Um, so I'm going to stop talking now, and instead, let's go straight to the podcast. It's Ghost Hunts on Desert Island Dicks. Hi, I'm Dan Benedictus and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to our guests and here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today from the Ghost Huns podcast, Hannah Bichkowski and Susie Priest. How are you doing? Hi. Hello. Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We've had... A load of technical problems getting started, so I feel we've already bonded a little bit before we've started through the medium of things going wrong and just not having a clue of how to fix it. Yeah. Listen, when you go through tech failures together, you stay together. But also, um, this is a theme with us because because of the Ghost Podcast, um, we always have tech problems because I think we're haunted. Yeah, Ghost in the Machine. Yeah, Ghost in the Machine. Mm. It's just something we have to live with now. Fair enough. Well, as long as you take your your uh, spirits away with you when you leave. <laughs> we can't promise that, Dan. You know what? I've actually got some sage right here. <laughs> yeah, sage it up. I could just burn all that, couldn't I? We, we should have done a ritual or something, all three of us, just like expunge the ghosts. <laughs> okay, well, look, we're here today uh, to see who and what you would least like to be stuck with on a desert island. Um you know, how is this process going to be for you guys? Do you find it easy to have a little rant about things and people you hate? Or is it is it, is it difficult finding your uh, choices? I find it really easy. <laughs> yeah, I found this, I found it really hard. I think I've overthought it. It's been playing in my mind for fucking ages. I've been like, because 
a part of me thinks like you know you, you like really hate someone and then you go but is that not a reflection on me I'm the mm. problem so I've been I've been doing loads of like about, why do you hate this person maybe maybe you're the dick and then you know like I say that to myself and then I'm like oh no like so I've, I've sort of spiraled I've come up again I've spiraled back down but I think I've got there with my choices good, good. <laughs> I think you need to chill out Susie <laughs> yeah I think you need to have a cigarette a lovely big spliff I I was chatting to a therapist recently and I was going on about someone who was really annoying me and they were sort of like it sounds like a lot of this stuff is coming from your own blah 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 and I was like are you sure it's not them being a dick because I really feel like other people I've said they're a dick to I definitely agree that they're a dick can it not just be that they're a dick you know what my desert island dick is going to be your therapist because they sound like (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what is so good is when you're like, okay, that's a reflection on me. I just need to be more positive. And then you speak to someone and they're like, oh my God, I hate her too. And then you're like, yes. Mm. I do like it when someone backs up your worldview. Yeah, I hate it when it's it's my fault. You know, when it's like, yeah. oh God, I've only got myself to blame for this big mess. Not, I'm not even talking about mentally, just like just dumb shit that I've done in life. Yeah. You know, like things <laughs> yeah, that yeah. broke my wife's teapot last night. So it's my fault. Oh. There's no one else in the kitchen. I definitely did this. No, Dan, so. that is the teapot. That's the dickhead, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's never you. That's my That man. teapot was asking for it. What was it wearing? <laughs> Okay, well, I think we're we're all in a nice space to proceed now. Let's get stuck in. Who's going to be the first dick joining you on the island? Do you know what? I've spoken about this on our podcast before. It is going to be the woman that snubbed me at a wedding. She is my arch enemy. I absolutely hate her. I hate everything about her. She's the worst kind of person I've ever met. It isn't <laughs> going to be that relative to everybody else who's listening because I am the only person here that knows her. But she is the, everybody knows a person like her. And she is my arch nemesis. I think about her all the time. Uh, That's probably more my problem than anyone else's, to be fair. But I do, (laughs) she's the worst person I've ever met. And I can corroborate this. You've told me about her before and I'm like, she's the worst. I'm I'm actually going to arrange for you to meet her, Susie. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Thanks. So that you can hate on her. The next Ghost Huns live show, you know, bring her out. <laughs> yeah. Or we're going to make like, um, we can get a voodoo doll made of her and then everyone gets to stab her with a pin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to advocate that on my podcast, but like y- you do you. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, Dan, get a pin. Join in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. She's the worst. The thing is about her, and this is what annoys me, is that everybody I know doesn't like her but they will just accept her right okay. and she's you know she's like she's mean she's opinionated to the but to the point of like it's stupid opinions like this is the this is the main reason why i hate her right we were at a wedding and you know at weddings how sometimes people say you know oh they have like a little station set up where you can write down the songs that you request you know you can have you can so you can write down what you want to dance to at the wedding and then the dj will play it later on she was looking at everyone's request. And there was, you know, Dancing Queen, an absolute wedding classic. There was Cher. It was great. And then she was like, who dances to Cher? Oh. And I thought that was one of the worst things I'd ever heard. Yeah. I mean, yeah, quite a lot of people. It's an enormous hit, isn't it? I mean, we're talking about the, do you believe in that one? 
Yeah. We're talking about all of them and Dancing Queen. Like, there's got dance in the title. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's a twat. She is a twat, yeah. And she was just like, oh, everyone's got such bad taste in music. And I was like, it's a wedding. We're pissed. Yeah, yeah. It's not time to put on, like, a niche Arctic Monkeys B-side, is it? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to be impressing people with your with your uh, good taste in music at that point. It's like, mm-hmm. do you know the words? Are you pissed? Let's get on the dance floor. Exactly. Get on Mr. Yeah. Brightside and have a fucking good time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And she's just got a hot, she's just got an horrible resting bitch face. And she says mean thing. She said to me that, because um, I went on a TV show and uh, she said to me, well, my mum watched you on the TV show and she absolutely hated you. And I thought, wow. a 35 year old woman, that was. Jesus. Like, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm kind of fine with people hating me, but like, what kind of reaction do you want from that? So I punched her in the head. <laughs> we, um, if you uh, listen to our podcast, we condone violence. Just push her in the head. <laughs> push it down some stairs. Yeah. It turns out that way, yeah. No, we don't. We don't. No, don't go pushing people downstairs. This stems from jealousy, always. What? Like, people act up like that because they're jealous. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant I was jealous. And I was going <laughs> to come and punch you in the head. You can't reach me. <laughs> I was going to drive down to London, <laughs> punch you in the head. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you're right, though. What sort of reaction do you expect for someone going, oh, my mum hated you on this? You're like, well, like, just don't say anything. I know, just shut up. Like, I, I know that I'm fine with people hating me. I've got no issue with that. But just keep it to yourself if we're at a wedding. She sounds like she has that vibe of, you know, when people go... Hey, you know, I don't care what people think. I just say what I think. I do me. And if you've got a problem with that, that's your problem. And I like yeah. that's such a red flag for me, that kind of behavior when you're like, I'm just going to go through life saying whatever the fuck I want. And if you get offended, exactly. that's your fault. Like, yeah, when they go, I'm just honest. Yeah. I'm just yeah. really honest. And that's my, you know, motto in life. Uh, you're like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. So I haven't been able yeah. to stop thinking about her for months. I have a brain that can really feast on things like that for a long time as well. So I can absolutely empathise. It's just, it's so annoying. And the annoying thing as well is like, obviously having to think of that irritating person, but obviously also the knowledge they're probably not thinking about you as much, you know. I know. It's really frustrating. I just lie there in bed squeezing a stress ball and I'm like, one day. Mm. And she at the wedding. She also um, she went round like stirring the pot over this one thing, and it was just a re- it was just a really random thing. It had nothing to do with me. But she was going round like ta- talking to people, and like ended up there ended up being a, a little row that happened at the wedding. And she was just sat at the side like smirking because she'd started it all. How terrifying is that? She's evil. She's a villain. And you said that your other friends kind of tolerate her as well. And I, you know, like I'm in my forties now, so I'm just like so past the point of like. Except oh, I know. Kind of stuff, you know, when you're like, yeah, but they've been like this for 15 years that we've known them, and like they were grown up, and like maybe I'm just happy for them not to be my friend anymore. And it's like, oh no, but they're all right. Like, no, they're not. Fuck them. I 100% advise breaking up with friends. Yeah. Break yeah. up with them. Get them. Go- like you break up with <laughs> a relationship when it's toxic and when it's bad. Why not friendship? That's Definitely. the worst type as well because you can have loads of friends, so you can have you can have more than one of them. So it's there's always an opportunity that someone's going to be a massive dick, and mm. they're going to turn you into a massive dick, or they're going to ruin you in some way. 
So breaking up with friends is more important than breaking up with relationships, in my opinion. I think as well, like when you get older, you know, if you're fortunate to have a wide friendship group, there's always people you wish you saw more of. So then when you're having to go to a birthday party or an event or something, when you're like, I'm a bit skint, I can't really afford this. I don't like this person. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know, I'll just go out for dinner with someone I like. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. Why, why do we have to? Why should we be doing things that we don't want to do whenever we're at when we're this age? We're adults. We can literally do whatever we want. My boyfriend is is so nice. He's too nice. I'm the horrible one, and he's the nice one. And he's got a million friends, and it's just the worst <laughs> because he's he always sees the best in people. And it's like. Ugh! <laughs> no well, maybe that's why we're in a relationship but he's just, he's got far too many friends he's friends with knobs as well which i can't condone and it's just i'm like Do you know what you if he if he invites me to anything i'm like no you go i don't see why i should have to spend my night talking to your twat friend yeah yeah fair enough i think we've started really strong everyone knows a person like this and just the idea of being <laughs> stranded on a desert island with that kind of energy is just oh, wow Jesus. horrendous okay well look let's find out who's going to be joining them who's the next dick on the island with you well um i've gone with army hammer because okay. he's fit but he'd eat me <laughs> <laughs> now Listen, these are allegations, but basically it's been proved. He wants to eat women. Allegedly. Allegedly. So I think he would be the most terrifying person on a desert island, right? And especially because he's fit, because obviously there would be a frisson. He's going to, we're going to probably have a fling. And then I get up the duff and I'm on an island and I don't want to bring up a child on an island and he'd want to eat me. Imagine waking up around a campfire. Well, you wouldn't have to because I'm sure he'd, he'd eat the baby first. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he might eat the baby. That's true. You start off with the smaller thing as your starter, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's playing the long ball game. I mean, it's going to take a while, you know, to get to that point. That's true, actually. Yeah. yeah, that's the problem. But he couldn't eat. He couldn't eat you whilst you're pregnant because it'd be like eating one of the, you know, one of those tomatoes that grows into another tomato. <laughs> like one of those things you see on a meme. It's like a little tomato going on a big tomato. Like that. Yeah. But he might just be like one of those sort of spiders that mates and then eats the males or eats the other partner straight yeah. away. That's the problem. And you, you couldn't fall asleep properly. Like I, I really enjoy my sleep and I don't think I could be on the island knowing that he'd be eyeing me up over the bonfire waiting to roast me on it. Now, I've got to be honest, I've just gone straight into this like I know exactly what's going on, but I'm very <laughs> ill-informed about current affairs and the world these days. Let's just get a bit more background for other people who don't quite know about Army Hammer cannibalism rumours. Okay, so Army Hammer of, like, Call Me By Your Name fame with uh, Tamisha Chalamet. Basically, loads of women have come forward with all these, like, messages, these DMs. He slid into loads of women's DMs being like, I'd like to cut your toes off and eat them. And, like, I'd love to eat your rib. And, like, look, I get it. It's maybe a bit of a kink, and I'm not kink-shaming if that's what you want to do. If you want to eat if you want to eat toes, go for it. I'm, I'm shaming if you're eating people. Yeah, no, to be fair. And, like, it might just be a turn of phrase, but um, he did go walkabout in... Um, California and no one knew where he was and then me and my friend Tom were like I bet he's eating some women because a woman went missing in the desert in like Nevada or something and um, he was around there at that time did he eat her wow. I think the answer is yes 
<laughs> oh my god, there's going to be a new documentary on this. You know that like that don't fuck with cats. Yeah. You and your mate will be on the will be on the documentary. Like yeah, we watched it and now we've gone on doing our own investigations. And like his wife is split up from him, and his wife is like obviously like this is too much, and and also he's he's a very like um like proper like powerhouse family he's like very privileged and they're all a bit nuts and I think there's a whole documentary about him but I'm I'm so obsessed with him because I'm like what is going on there and he's like ridiculously handsome but in a psycho way you know Mm. you can't believe that he'd he'd want to chomp on you yeah I think it'd be very much like you know basic instinct is like oh he's sleeping with Sharon Stone oh nothing happened okay so what about next time? Like, is it, you know, just be like that whole tension the whole time. It's like, well, he hasn't mentioned eating me so far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never seen Basic Instinct. Okay. But, you know, the sort of basic premise, like, you know, but, you know, you see it in lots of films of like, oh, this person's a serial killer. Oh, you're getting too close. Don't sleep with them. Oh, wait, actually, they didn't kill you. But now you're sleeping together again. Are they going to kill you at some point? Well, you know, there's this whole sort of, vague thing you know um yeah the tension's too much it must be hard sort of having that as a kink because like you know there can never be like an end point to it you're never going to be fulfilled like unless you find someone who's like look we've gone through the lawyers we've got a contract it's fine for you to eat me but there's a lot of paperwork (laughs) you'd have to just eat like you'd have to just eat like the little bits yeah but you'd need someone on hand to stop the bleeding you go look i've signed a waiver saying you can eat my little finger so yeah but i need to get someone on hand to stitch it up afterwards and like I kind of want to eat it in front of you because that's a weirder thing to do and (laughs) And that's going to take away this this whole thing's going to surely going to take away this the sexy moment isn't it yeah like where's the spontaneity so yeah it must be it must be tricky all all me hammer wants to do is roll you around in a coriander and roast you on a barbecue and that's going to happen on a (laughs) desert island but I would we are on this island and we're doing this podcast together aren't we so your mate or you're not mate we can feed um, her to army. Yeah. Oh, what a great idea. Mm. So we can be like, she could be like the sacrifice just to like, yeah. you know, cure his bloodlust. And then hopefully he'll like chomp on her for a few months while we build a boat. Mm. When, we, when we're packing, ready to go, I'll be like, put your, put your, make sure you pack olive oil, some carrots, some celery and an onion. That's the <laughs> thing you're supposed to boil everything in, isn't it? What's that? Cool. When you can get a bag of that, you can get onions, carrot, and celery in a bag. Yeah. Well, I'll tell. Well, I'll bring that. I know we're not. I know that the um, the plane crash is supposed to be, you know, spontaneous. But in case I go anywhere ever again, that's what I'm going to pack, just in case we end up on a desert island with army hammer and that's what. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and also, I can just never get past the fact that he's called Army Hammer. It's a really <laughs> stupid name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really stupid. His full name's Armand, isn't it? So like Oh is it Armand? God, you know more about him than I do, Hannah. I can't remember why I know so much about Army Hammer. Well, just to protect yourself, knowledge is power, I imagine, with <laughs> someone like that. Yeah. Even if we ended up on a desert island with Army Hammer and this woman, he would still be more fun to be around. I would still rather have a bit of run with him on the beach than her. Yeah, the threat of being eaten alive versus just constant (laughs) snarky comments. (laughs) Exactly. Good. Okay, well, this is already hotting up to be a a horrendous island. Um, Who's the final person joining you? (laughs) Oh, who are we going to have, Susie? Mm, Okay, well, maybe we could pick someone from our pod. (laughs) This 
Now we're just going to plug the pod. It's uh, Joseph. It's going to be Joseph. Although I would say Derry was the worst one, but we'll explain. We'll ex- we'll go with Joseph. So, uh, for context, we tell creepy stories every week, right? And one of the stories um, was about this really fucking drip of a man called Joseph. He went backpacking uh, through Guatemala um, with his um, fiance, and then he uh, he turned out to be a fucking rotter, but like in the most boring way. And he fancied this pregnant woman, and he wanted to shag her, and he wanted to murder his wife. But he was grim. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him there. So we're dealing with a drip of a man who turns out to be a little bit, well, more than a little bit dodgy suspect. Oh, yeah. Okay. So again, I suppose we've got like it's kind of the reverse of Army Hammer in a way. Like both, you know, he's not Army Hammer is like an attractive, sexy guy, but there's yeah. a threat. And now we've got yeah. the opposite of like someone quite boring and annoying, still with a threat. So you've kind of got a full spectrum there. Yeah, exactly. Just all shades of bad men. Mm. We've got some. Yeah, we've got some dickheads. To be fair. On this <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this island is giving me the heebie-jeebies. So I think it's good, though, because it's like, there's like, you know, sometimes with this podcast, people, you know, you choose someone who's like a bit of a dick or they're quite annoying or whatever. But this, I think there's a real constant tension with every player in this scenario, you know, (laughs) because it's like, oh, God, what's she going to fucking say next? Is she going to help me get the coconuts or is she just going to criticise my technique all the time? Or then you've got like... She would absolutely criticise it, yeah. He's coming on to me. Quite want to have sex with him because I'm bored, but he might also want to eat me. And then the other guy is just a nightmare. Without spoiling too much, can we can we reveal a little bit more about his character? About this guy Joseph. Um, he's sort of how would you describe him, Hannah? He's incredibly he's incredibly like weak willed, and he doesn't really know. He can't really make decisions that well, and. It's all he's all very moany and complainy, and it's he he feels like the world owes him something. Oh, very weak, and he gets he gets turned on by this fit um Guatemalan lady who's pregnant, and it and it makes it gives him the horn. But didn't didn't wasn't she compared to like Sophia Vergara? I mean, that's fair, isn't it? Because she is fit, yeah, true. She is like one of the fittest women on the planet. Yeah, but it's just weird because then he got the horn off her and then wanted to shag his fiance and he was like, oh, yeah, I've just seen Sophia Vergara. Yeah, that voice really doesn't help. <laughs> that, honestly, every time I hear it, I just want to, like, rip my own vagina out. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the island, you might have to. <laughs> Give it to Army for a, for a, for a canopy. <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> Might I offer you a vagina in this trying time? Oh, the trigger warnings are going to have to put in the description of this podcast. (laughs) This was we can't we can't talk about vaginas like this is dreadful. The thing is, I can't describe what the trigger is. It may contain. Well, if I'm going to tell you what we're going to say, it's going to trigger you because I'm going to have to. I don't think there's just a short word for it. But um, I mean, the fact that I'm even thinking about it means we are doing superb work here, or rather, you are, because this is <laughs> this is a real buffet of of dicks. <laughs> Quite literally, buffet. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, but we're going to move on because mercifully, 
Amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? Okay. I'm going to do... I'm going to... Avocados. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to say... You're going, you go, Susie. I'll just... That was a... No, no. That was a taste. No, Hannah, you go. What's coming? <laughs> uh, yeah, avocados are the worst thing known to man ever. Okay. Everything about them is bad. Um, if I'm going to have 500 calories in something, it will be a burger, not an avocado. It's The texture's awful. It tastes of nothing. If you like, everyone's like, yeah, but if you add salt and Tabasco and um, mayonnaise and uh, like oil, it's delicious. I'm like, well, it doesn't taste like avocado anymore. And the only people that eat it are the people that pretend to care about the environment. And that's some other dickhead friends of mine. Um, and I absolutely hate it. I hate everything about it. I hate that people call it smashed avocado. It, you just, it, it, you just, it's not, it's not, it's ridiculous. Susie's giving me the look like because she, she likes avocado. I know. She I does. was going to say, Susie, do you, are, you, are you in agreement? Or not? I love a bit of smashy Abby. Do you <laughs> like it, Dan? I do. Yeah, I do like yeah. it. But um, but you know what I will say is it's one of those things like gin, which I enjoy, but I hate all the like the stuff around it. You know, like like calling it smashed avo instead of just like avocado on toast. You know, like. There's a lot of like bullshit you've got to wade through. It's got such, it's got baggage, hasn't it? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that it's like this thing of a generation. Oh, you like avocados? That's why you can't buy a house. Or like, I don't, I hate that there's so much stuff with it. Like, you almost have to apologise for it. I know it's, it's like... been given a bad rep. I think it's all right. Well, you can't move for avocado in this world. It's awful. I hate that it's becomes like this weird status thing. So it's like. Okay, I'm going to get a burrito. That's six quid or something in central London. Then, do you want to add avocado? That's an extra pound. It's like you're putting on a spoonful. I can buy a whole avocado for that. And I know that everything is marked up, and that's how that's how restaurants work. But like, it's just like, oh, it's not gold you're sprinkling on my fucking taco. You know, it's just avocado. Chill out, everyone. Oh, I love avocado. No, I do. You're making me actually want to have some avocado with halloumi and it's toasty now. <gasps> oh, I was yes, just going to say. People keep putting it with halloumi as well, which upsets me the most because halloumi is one of the best things on the planet. Do you know what? I'm really glad you've said avocado because it's going to be on this island with us. So I'll have your avocado. Thank you. I do get annoyed about their their small operating window. You know, like certain things like avocados, pears, I'll put nectarines in there. You know, it's like too hard, too hard, too hard. Oh, you've missed your chances. Fuck yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, you know, you've got that like yeah. maybe three or four hours where it's perfect. And the rest of the time, you're like, no, I should have left it for another day, really. But I've opened it now. And <laughs> you can't like open it and then put it back. You can't just have a check. You know, it's just you misjudged it. You fucked it. And it cost you a quid. And it's mostly stone. <laughs> <laughs> Who Are you doing the drink choice now, Susie? Because obviously well, you've had to... Yes. And also my um, food and drink is the same. So okay, I can cover all, right. all bases. Okay, let's uh, have my, it. My worst dick food and drink is Huel. Oh, good, yes. I fucking hate the concept. I I hate people who... No, I don't... Look, I don't... If, any, if you're listening and you're drinking Huel, I get it. You're busy. But, like, it's, it's, it's a meal substitute. I might just eat a meal. Just get a prep. Like, I hate... And also, it's not... It's like banana... 
flavor, like cinnamon adjacent. And I'm like, it's it's so, it's fake. I'm like, like I, I don't get it. It's like the same people who'd like hump a sex doll. I'm like, no, just, just, it's not real. <laughs> it feels to me like, you know, that whole sort of Silicon Valley thing of like, I'm just going to, I've picked my outfit and I'm going to wear the same thing for the rest of my life because having any, giving a shit about clothes is this frivolous, silly thing. And it's like, I'm too efficient. I'm a optimized machine and I don't need choices about this kind of crap in my life. And it's like, oh God, food, all this delicious food that I can eat in so many different ways. What if I could just slurp it all down like I was on a fucking spaceship? Yeah, it's. I'm like, are we depressed enough as a as a species that we can just blend it all into one and be like, is it a food? Is it a drink? It doesn't matter. It's your fuel. I'm like, I like the world offers more joy than that. Yeah, and I think even if like sometimes we're all in a hurry, we don't have time to make a full meal. But I reckon in the time it takes you to blend up a huel, you could probably like make an omelette or a sandwich or something. Like you could yeah. do all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely agree. Anyway, so that's that's hell on earth. It would be useful on an island. Don't get me wrong. It's got, but I just it's the concept that bugs me. I think it's one of those things, Hugh. Like when you're on, if you're on a diet or if you're trying to like lose weight or whatever, it's something that. Because if I'm ever on a diet, which isn't often to be fair, because I I far too enjoy taking I, I I prefer to take joy out of food and drink, but when I have been, it's been one of those things where you there's there is, there's too much choice, and if you can just mm-hmm. eat, because I will spend all day thinking about my dinner, I will spend all day thinking about what I'm going to make, what I'm going to have with it, what, and it does kind of it does get a bit sexy sometimes, you know what I mean? But if you can take away the choice. And if you can take away the hassle, I can I can kind of understand the allure. You're such a Huel supporter, Jesus. You can have the Huel, I'll have your avocado. I don't like it, but I do kind of. But then again, you could just have like poached eggs on toast, couldn't you? And also, have you ever, have either of you actually tried one? No, I haven't, no. Yeah. Oh, oh it's fucking gross. It tastes of like slurpy sawdust. It's oh, man. absolutely like it's as vile as it sounds, you know. Like, yeah, if you're going to replace all food with a milkshake, then like it basically has to taste as good as just a smoothie. But if it's yeah. worse than anything, yeah. then that's terrible. But even if you are on a diet, couldn't you really go to McDonald's three times a day and have a strawberry milkshake and you'd still be? I don't, I think I'd kill you, maybe. But look, the important thing is we have two food and drink items that you know you're not going to like both of them. And if anything else, it will keep you arguing on the island and make it even more <laughs> yeah. unpleasant. So, you know, it's we, we've covered it up, Sounds I think. Yeah, on the island, great. But fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island because the plane's entertainment system continues to work. But just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? I mean, mine's quite an obvious choice for the film, uh, Silence of the Lambs, because I don't want to give Army any ideas. <laughs> uh, and that's that. You know, I mean, it's, it's actually quite a good film, but for my own safety, I've got to think. I've got to think through what what's happening on this fucking island. I so, love yeah. that film. It is great, but too dangerous. I think mine would be Lord of the Rings because it's shit. Get out! Get out! <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Lord of the Oh, we've had this conversation before, haven't we? Hannah, you're wrong. You're just wrong. They're just on one big walk, like... Oh, 
I do think, though, it's good that, like, if you both hate the item, that's one thing. But if one of you hates it and the other one doesn't, I think it's going to stir up even more trouble on the island, potentially making it a worse <laughs> yeah, place. So is... I think it's, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this dynamic, I've got to say. <laughs> it's going to be a very you spicy know. island. Yeah, it is. It is, definitely. So, I mean, even if you like, uh, you know, you like Science of the Lambs, good film, but do you want to watch something that's going to be sort of put you on edge all the time? You know, especially with old Army licking his lips around the corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rubbing his thighs, waiting for his next feed. Yeah, so we'll look. I'm going to, because there are two of you, we'll give you like the Lord of the Rings box set with a, uh, you know, when you watch a long film, you need a sort of chaser in between. So you can have like a, a um, Silence of the Lambs chaser between each film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I God. hate Lord of the Rings. I don't understand why we can't just always be in the Shire. That's a fun bit. I like that bit. Maybe we'll have it on the sort of you know on sometimes on planes it just runs on a loop so that you have to watch them yeah. in order. Like you can't skip to the one that you both like. You have to get through <laughs> Lord of the Rings before you're allowed to watch Science of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What what about songs? What are we going with for songs? Well, I, I I really thought about this. I thought about like I hate I hate spoken word. So I was going to say like K Tempest, but then I thought um, there was a song that I really used to like called um, "It's Like the Magician Man" or something. And it's by the Pipettes, and it's got um, it's them being like, "Oh yeah," and then there was this magician, and then and then he did everything funky, and it's a bit like spoken wordy, and like it's all a bit Dixie swing and Gypsy swing jazz. And I, I used to think I was really into that, but now. I find that music like abhorrent and it's the kind of music that like um you know those like Brexit dresses, the ones from like the fifties that have like the big poofy skirts. And like I I can't bear that whole aesthetic of being like, let's do the jive. And I'm like, stop being so nostalgic. Like I like we've moved on and I find it very middle England sort of shoop, shoop. <laughs> I just I don't know. I'm not describing this very well, but it's the genre of Dixie swing that brings me out in vibes. Yeah, and also it's that idea of like, because it's quite sort of chic, a lot of it, you kind of think, oh, wasn't it a good time? And it's, I think it was probably quite a bad time. Like 50s, probably not that fun in lots of ways. You know, you like those clothes for an evening out where you're all sort of pretending that you're, you know, in the 50s, but probably quite uncomfortable for a lot of the time. And you would be expected to dress up all the time. Like you couldn't just lounge about and go to the shops in your tracksuit bottoms you know I think it probably yeah. would be quite a restrictive era to live in yeah and like the kind of polka dot poofy skirt and I just yeah I, for some reason it the whole the whole concept again I'm, I'm happy you know, okay so sorry what was the song again by the pipettes you said it's the pipettes and I can't remember it's like this random b-side that I was obsessed with um and it all I know is it's I think it's called the magician man and it's the worst song in the world. But I loved it. But now I hate it. It's weird when you used to love a thing and hate it. And then you're like, who was that guy that was so into that? Like, I mean, it was me, but like, yeah. what the fuck was I doing then? No, you cringe yourself out. Because like, it's not like with fashion. You're like, oh, what was I wearing back as a teenager? It's like, look, you didn't know any better. That's what everyone was wearing. You know, there's no no blame there. It's just what yeah. you did, you know. But when it's like you loved a song, maybe only you liked it, but... But you're like, God, who, 
how did that yeah. get in my fucking brain? Yeah, I know. And you thought you were so cool at the time. You're like, oh my God, look at me. It's a B-side. Oh my God, who's she? And you'll really know all the words as well. it would be like really stuck in your brain, even when you're not listening to it. Someone, you know, walking along the beach, Army Hammer starts singing it. Oh you know, God. Or the, or the bitch lady from the wedding. You know. Well, you could have one of the, you could have, you know, like, you remember the old um, CD covers that used to have the words of all the songs in them? Mm. You could have loads of them so that everybody could learn the words all together and we could make, like, a little beach choir. <laughs> yeah, for some reason in the plane, there was just, like, a huge box of them. So when it exploded, there was just, like, they were scattered all over the <laughs> yeah. And when you're feeling yeah. low, one just sort of drifts past and hits you in the face. <laughs> Get army distracted <laughs> while we try and chop off one of, um, one of annoying wedding woman's digits. That's snack. such a throwback. I can't. I just haven't thought about that in ages. The lyrics of the CD album cover. What a concept! That was great though, because I used to. I used to think it was like the epitome of of um, cool was to know all the words. It wasn't the epitome of cool to learn them, but the to know them was like, oh my god! <laughs> I spent hours after that. <laughs> So the Puppets and the Magician Man uh, join you on the island as a terrible, terrible song to be stuck with forever. Um, okay, well, finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? Go on, Hannah. It's got to be a cat, isn't it? Aww. It's got to be a cat. It's a popular choice, I've got to say. It's a popular choice. Oh, cats. Is it too popular? Is it too... No, 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 no. I'm just, I mean, I am a cat owner, so, uh, but I... Oh, I are you? Oh, shit. Yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> so do you like, do you like your cat? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. But, you know, I... I pre- of the cat. But it's like, I like, lo- you know, I love my wife and my children, but I know that humanity as a whole, you know, are dicks, you know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you, you know, I think you can have an element of double think in this thing, you know, like, I'll be stroking him and he'll scratch me. Yeah. When I first moved to London, we, me and my housemates did have a cat, and I thought, this is going to change my view of cats. Because they really wanted a cat, and I wasn't that bothered. But I was like, no, you know what? I like, I like my, my dogs at home, and I do like animals, but maybe this will change my view. And she was an absolute wanker. I've hated them more <laughs> having a cat than I ever did before. She was the worst. She'd lie on my bed, and I wouldn't be able to like get her off, and she'd just like, hiss at me. I'd come through the door and she'd just start scratching. She was awful. I hated her. Oh, but you had a twat cat. She's recently passed away, so I do feel bad. She went, well, she ended up going to my uh, friend's um, mum's like, house in Cornwall. And I was like, oh, thank God for that. But I, she loved her. She thought she was brilliant. But I just hated her. Yeah, I mean, I think they are like, you know, naturally vindictive creatures who like would kill you if, if you crossed them. Like if they were bigger we would have been killed yeah. by now. Like, just, just on a whim, and it might regret it afterwards, but just something, you <laughs> stroke it in slightly the wrong way. Like, my cat, you can't stroke him, like, if he's looking at you, you can't sort of stroke him face on. You have to, like, sort of curl your hand around and stroke him from behind, or he'll try and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, he was on my lap, and we'd been away for the weekend, so I hadn't seen him. I was like, we're having a nice cuddle, and I was like oh, you're nice, aren't you? Like, it's nice to see you again. And then I stroked him the wrong way. He was still purring and he just went for me. I was like, now this is what I'm talking about. I just said that you can be a bit of hard work and they've just proved it. Yeah, it was a bit too much affection, Dan. There was a level. If they were just a bit bigger, they we would be dead. Yeah. Like jaguars and pumas. Yeah, that, that's the reason you have to be that small. It's just for safety. It's like, 
you know, you can only have a tiny amount and then you'll be okay. It's like, you know, spirits. Like, there's a reason they don't serve them in pints. It's like, it's too dangerous. You can't be trusted. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. A shame. A shame. Yeah, I would. Too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'd love a pint of gin and tonic. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, um, but having given myself alcohol poisoning that way, I, you oh, know. Oh, God. Really? Oh, uh, you. And when I kept a tiger, it was very much the same sort of <laughs> I think a cat would be all right on the island, though. Like, it would do its own thing. It could hunt um, things for us to eat. But they would be overrun with them. So I think, you know, there'd often be a lot of shouting and fighting and hissing, yeah. you know, in the middle of the night. You go, what was that? And I was like, oh, they're just arguing over Oh, nothing. I see. Is it, it's not just one dickhead animal. No, no, it's overrun by it's them. It's overrun. Teeming with cats. Oh, okay. Can I tell you my one? Yeah, please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so my one is the swan. Oh, yes, yes. Like, they are. Now, come on. The swan is a dickhead. Like, and they're brutes, and they're so stacked, and they don't like anyone. Like, I would say at least some cats are a bit more like, hey, pet me, whereas the swan is just, I, I feel like that if that was looming over you at night around the bonfire, wanting your eyeballs, you know, like, it would team up with army 100%. Yeah, because they definitely come after you don't they mm. they're, yeah they're horrible and the whole design of them is such that they are constantly looking down their nose at you yeah like, it's like yeah. you know like they're posh they're elegant they belong to the queen or i guess king now um yeah. and there's all these things about them it's like why do all swans belong to the king this is so stupid but it's they want to so fight you yeah exactly they're posh twat they and like, posh i reckon twat. now the queen's dead i reckon they're a bit more rogue i think they're like yeah fuck you She's gone. We can do what we want, and especially if there's more than one of them on the island. Mm. You've got to watch your back. Yeah, <laughs> that is that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah, and I know, like, we have this image of them floating around, and when they put their heads together, it makes a sort of a heart shape, and blah blah blah. But like, you know, I can put my fingers together in a heart shape, and you know, I could still be a complete bastard if I mm. wanted to. It doesn't you know? It's it's just sort of circumstantial. It's just a pattern. They don't know they're making a heart shape. They've got no conception of heart. Like you know, it's, yeah. they're just just dicks. So, yeah, overrun by cats and swans. I think is <laughs> is a is a good island. They're both very pecky, aren't they? Very mm. mm, pecky, yeah. like snidey. And you couldn't eat a swan, could you? Because it it's so stacked. I'd give it a go. I met someone once who, like, I think they lived like right up north in Scotland or the Hebrides or something like that. And he said quite often you'd get swans like who'd fly into electricity. Uh, you know, like pylons, mm. and you just find them. And I don't know why in that part of the world we don't see him around London, just like falling on the ground. But he <laughs> yes. said like they'd, that him and his mates would eat them, and he said it was delicious. Really, it feels very Henry VIII, doesn't it? Like roasted swan. Oh, do you know what? Well, we could dine out on swan for the fucking first month. Oh, that's yeah. great, swan and cat. Yeah, you still got to try and catch and kill the bastard though. So, True. Yeah. I'd get army on it. Army would be good at. Off, yeah. You know. Oh, look at that neck. It's kind of shapely, like a woman's <laughs> leg, isn't it, Army? Yeah, Just like exactly. keeps sort of feeding him in imagery until he fancies <laughs> swans. Um, yeah. Great. Well, look, I think you've done a, a sterling job getting an island of just not only kind of external, but also internal conflict, because I think it's going to mm. like really like fray your own relationship with each other, which I think is a lovely twist to things. So, uh, yeah, well done. Well oh, yeah, done. we'll hate each other. Yeah, we'll try and break up with each other as friends, but then we'll still be on the yeah. island. 
Yeah, yeah. There'll be like Horrendous. chapter two where we have to team up together again. Yeah, absolutely exactly. awful. awful. <laughs> so you've done a great job, and obviously, um, you're on, you know, you have your own podcast, Ghost Huns. Uh, for for those idiots out there who haven't listened to it yet, tell tell us a bit more about it. Um, it's basically where we tell scary stories and try and contact the dead. We do. We try. We we get haunted, so you don't have to. Exactly. Yeah, we just tell, we just love a bit of a jump scare as well, so we try and find the creepiest stories ever. But there are some hilarious ones in there as well. And we do some Ouija boards. Not well, but we do do them. So for any spooky bitches out there, and I include everyone in that, get on board. (laughs) Wonderful. And of course, that is available absolutely everywhere. Hannah, Susie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been so much fun. Really enjoyed it. Thank (laughs) you. Loved it. It's like a therapy session. Great. Thanks so much. There you go, Hannah and Susie from Ghost Huns podcast there. And wasn't that a lot of fun? Yes, I thought so too. Thank you very much. As ever, if you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, then you'll never miss an episode. They'll just be present wherever you get your podcast. You understand how these things work by now. And also, if you can like and rate and and review, that always means a great deal to us too. And we will be very grateful. But not in like a sort of like you know, overly keen, needy way, just a sort of, oh, thanks, man, appreciate it, glad you liked it, sort of way. Desert Island Dicks has been a Sync Clap production, produced and created by James Deacon, produced and presented by me, Dan Benedictus. Today, we had the wonderful help of the wonderful Chris Attaway editing it, and that made me so happy, I can't tell you. So thanks, Chris. And as always, massive big ups and huge props and shout-outs to the man like John Deacon, the big guy. That's it for now. We'll be back very soon. I hope you have a nice time. Bye-bye.